Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Chingo Bling. Have you noticed that we're back at war? Gas prices are up, inflation out the wazoo, the cost of goods. What the hell is going on? We try to make sense of it on this show. We try to bring that common sense. We try to cut through all the propaganda and the BS and give you the trill spill. But if I were to believe it, this is Red Pill Tamales and the show is blowing up. We're reaching more people thanks to listeners like you who put your shoulder to the wheel and contribute directly. Patreon.com forward slash Red Pill Tamales. You get multiple shows a week. You get access to the Discord and you get access to Rob G's uh, illustrious voice. That's right. Every week, four days a week. Patreon.com forward slash Red Pill Tamales. <laughs> man, Rob, you can't be throwing me off like that. <laughs> oh, we just right start. before we start, he's like, yeah, man, let's go ahead and, uh, you know, focus on all this goofy shit, roast it, and uh, let's laugh at the world burning. <laughs> Right now, it's a dumpster fire, and we're live. And we're live. Action. Ooh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Chingo Bling. We got producer Rob in the building. Hey, man, what's up? Hey, buenos dias. Good morning, good afternoon. That's how you know we blowing up, man. We, we moving further and further away from you each really other. You really are. You really are. The table's <laughs> getting bigger. People don't know it's a different black table. Um, I'm going to send my assistant to uh, let you know that we're recording. <laughs> oh, thanks, Rob. <laughs> I'm the assistant. Hey, can you go get me my morning magic mind? Sure. Shout out to magic mind. Uh, I'm about to pop it right now. You know, the matcha, it got matcha in it, number one. That's going to give you energy. Yep. All day. All day. And it's not that jittery, like too much coffee type of jitter. Yeah, kind of like gives you the shakes. Oh, it's, damn. I'm saying it's not that kind of energy. Yeah, you might want to slow down on your coffee if you're doing that. So that's why we done switched it to Magic Mind. Uh, we incorporate this with our morning routine. It has adaptogens. Bro, I don't even know what adaptogens are. But they sound like they adapt. They adapt to your lifestyle, which for you is a busy lifestyle. And it helps you relax. So, That's you right. know, this is a hack, man. It's a game changer. Yep. Uh, everybody out right now, we're all busy working, you know, trying to take care of the family. And, you know, we need you to be healthy and rested and feeling confident because we, you know, we're trying to hold it down. That's right. And then going down the line, nootropics. Nootropics. Chingo de cosas, man. Yeah, and the nootropics, too, you know, it keeps you even more focused. So if you got something to do, if you're writing, you ever sit down and pop a nootropic, didn't have to, don't have to shout out any names, and then just feel like you're in the zone. You're writing, writing, writing. You're like, that's going to hit. That's going to hit. This, well, is, this helps. Well, hey, man, I'm going to try it like that, and uh, I'm going to try it right before we knock out these multiple podcasts. Uh, honey, I ain't know honey made you happy. Dude, the honey doesn't make you happy? Yeah, it's Come delicious. On. I didn't know it had, like, additional, you know, residual side effects. It's that sweet happiness, and it makes it taste very good. So the slogan is do more, stress less. I dig it. I'm going to uh, go ahead and chug mine right now. It's delicious. It's called Magic Mind. What's the, how do they get a promo code, man? You go to magicmind.co forward slash chingo and use promo code chingo20 or just hit one of the links in the description. This is going to be the new trend, the new shot, right? Instead, you know, instead of tequila all the time. So, so we like, already took mine, but... Ah, bueno, chingatelo. Hola, hey. Pinche, salud, pinche Magic Mind. Échale ganas, todo el pinche día, todo el pinche día. And it tastes really good, man. Like, if you've never taken any kind of green shot, wheatgrass, any kind of green shot, this is really good. And make sure you shake it real good. I yeah. Kinda, I kind of didn't shake it enough right there. So uh, I'm going to have to uh, get scrape them goodies. In this economy, yeah. <laughs> I got to scrape the goodies out from the bottom. I can't miss out on no greens. That's like $1.50 of greens down there. <laughs> so shout out to Magic Mind. We appreciate the support and, uh, and hooking up our listeners with that promo code. Hell yeah. It's uh, magicmind.co forward slash chingo and use promo code chingo20 for 20% off your first order. The Discord immediately day one. Got it. On a subscription. I ordered it. I checked it out. I'm getting it. So awesome. People are already getting on it. For sure, brother. And um, I head out again. This episode will be up right before my Nashville date. Day before. Yep. <clears throat> Legalized Freedom Tour. Yo, 
Um, it's rocking and rolling. I'm rolling with the punches, you know, the travel part, you know, Tacoma ain't close. But shout out to everybody came out in the Pacific Northwest and um, uh, met a couple new uh, local comics as well. So, nice. you know, networking, everything's good on that front. Next stop, Nashville, Tennessee, April 14th. And then Corpus Christi, May 5th through the 7th. You know, this episode is also, also brought to you by the Legalized Freedom Tour. We're hitting up New Braunfels, uh, May 20th. Love it. May 22nd, Bryan College Station, May 28th. Two shows. So many more dates. San Angelo, Odessa, Austin, Burke, the 505, El Paso, Chucotown, Irvine, California, Ontario, California, Denver, Calirado. Dan, don't say it like that. They're going to get mad. Uh, OKC, Chi-Town, Chicago, Phoenix, San Jose, Brea, Oxnard, California, San Anto, Addison, Texas. So many more. Uh, hit up the website, chingobling.com. Sass. Whenever you go back to Colorado, uh, Fresco Kicks is going to have to go ahead and just bring the whole crew. Like every friend, every coworker that might want to come to the show. Yeah, don't be bullshitting, yeah. uh, Fresco. Fresco Kicks. Yeah, don't be bullshitting, dog. Uh, uh, I, met another, I met another homie out there. in, um, in um, He's from Denver. Okay. So, yeah, we met up at the airport. Like He was just randomly like, what's up, dog? Da, da, da. We got to chopping it up. He's like, man, you've been catching a lot of arrows. I was like, yeah, man. You and, just you know, noticed? That was, that's been two years in the making. Yeah, man. and you know, and we got to talking about that. But, uh, but yeah, shout out to Denver. Can't wait to hit up all these cities. And uh, Nashville's up next. Theo Vaughn, holla at your boy. Everybody at Theo Vaughn and let him know that I'm in town. He wants to get in a jiu-jitsu gym. Bruh. At Theo Vaughn on Twitter and Instagram. Let them know. That would be amazing. Yeah. And hey, and take it easy, bro, because I know you be going more often than me. So uh, Such a silly goose. You know, I, I, I'm down to tap. Was it tap early? Tap early, tap often. And tap often. But if I were to believe it. You met some agents in uh, Tacoma, didn't you? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. How was, was that? Some, it's always cool because it's like the secret handshake. Dude. Like, I, I've been sent by my tia. And it's like... <gasps> I got the message before it self-destructed and I came. It's like, ooh, this shit, boy. Bruh, you, they, thought, you thought the KGB was some shit, boy. Wait till you meet an agent of the Thea. They travel three hours underground to get to your show. And, you know, these days they, they trying to slap comedians while they're on stage. So, uh, you know, besides jujitsu and uh, Second Amendment and everything else, man, you don't know who's my primo in the crowd. That's right. You don't know who's member of the Thea. Stand down, stand by. <laughs> Chingo, will you denounce the Thea? Stand back and stand by. <laughs> stand back and stand down. That's what it is, bro. Do not make do not make no bumper stickers for the Thea that says "Stand back and stand down." They're gonna run this clip. They're gonna clip it right there and just run this for the next six months until the midterms here in Texas. I mean, look, midterms in Texas. You're not gonna be able to win Texas without the Latino vote, right? Uh, you know, the left is quickly realizing that these progressive, weird stuff in the education. You know, just all this anti-American crap. It's not flying. You know, with the black community, you know, minorities, Latinos, people of color, Mexican-Americans, whatever you want to bund us all up. And all of a sudden they having a meltdown. Um, Joe, Joe and Mika in the morning on MSNBC. It's like a it's like a show that they have over there. And uh, and they already going in meltdown, bro. They're Explain, already, because I was listening to somebody talk about that, too, about how they're they're all basically saying, like, look, we got some ground to cut to make up because it's not looking good. <laughs> yeah. So if you ain't thought we had a target on our backs already mm -hmm. we really gonna have a target on our backs only because they know we have influence yeah. they know that you know people starting to wake up they're kind of like hey man we don't know what y'all's party or y'all's side has evolved into but you got these elite globalist liberals trying to make it seem like oh uh, hey mexican americans you're 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 a person of color therefore 
we just had a racial reckoning in America due to George Floyd and the police brutality. Therefore, you know what I'm saying? You're going to vote Democrat. You're going to be happy with this inflation. You want to go to war. You know, what is it? Uh, uh, slavery is freedom. What's the 1984 thing? Uh, Ignorance is peace or whatever. War is peace and uh, weakness like is strength or whatever. Like, they literally just lie to your face. And now they trying to figure out, okay, how are we going to pull this off? So what I was saying is you're not going to be able to win pretty much none of these races, especially in Texas, Yeah. Uh, without the Latino vote. And um, y'all got to fix y'all's party, fix y'all's rhetoric, fix y'all's policies. Like, we want good policies and good systems that's going to have it to where why you think i wore my fetty i had today i love that hat i, I brought i had to rock it today because inflation doesn't hit 8.5 percent and they're like chingo why you sell out on your people motherfucker 8.5 percent dude if your opening bit has never meant more than in the past than now i'm, I'm just saying like it, it has never meant more than now when you open up if people haven't seen you live you have a you know you have a fetty kind of bit or a chingo type of bit where it's about the name it i mean when you say chingo the bills, those chingo the bills feel like they've multiplied just over the last 12 months, six months. Yeah, um, everybody out there listening, try to get familiar with some of the terms in, in economics, some of the ways of how they lie to you with statistics and how they just, they'll just spew stuff. They'll just be like, uh, women get 75 cents on the dollar. And if you don't ever open your ears to like, you know, economy, mm -hmm. you know, and other perspectives you can maybe see some of these things debunked for example i'm listening to thomas Sowell's audiobook uh that one in particular is dismantling america right so it's a collection of essays not them kind of essays <laughs> mexicans um so basically like he'll say he, he, basically he'll, i'm paraphrasing a, a portion right he'll be like the myth is that when you have these korean stores in the ghetto mm -hmm. that they tax the local, you know, the people that shop there, they tax them and they have these absorbent prices on their stuff because they're racist and everything has to be viewed through a Marxist lens of race, 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 gender, gender, division, division, you know what I'm saying? Identity politics, identity politics. So basically he, he gave the economic perspective using economics uh, saying, well, taking into consideration, they don't get as much traffic as H-E-B. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're having to rely upon one particular group, you know, customer or their security fees, how much shoplifting. Like he was just naming stuff like factor all this into your price. He said it's more expensive for these people to operate, you know, at their level where they're choosing to post up. So, I, yeah. I'm trying to bring up because we're talking about it. And this was just something that kind of just came across my radar and I hadn't really like uh, read into it. But. Myra for Congress. Myra for Congress. She mm -hmm. has interacted with us from the beginning. Uh, she's running down in the RGV. Yeah. Um, long story short, there is a representative down there who, U.S. Representative uh, Philman, Philman uh, Velas, who has uh, resigned uh -huh. early, I guess. And this has sparked a sudden special election to scramble for a hotly contested uh, South Texas seat. So I don't know. I think that's the one she's running for. So Apparently they're gonna they're gonna assign somebody to fill his like he's just done done like he's out immediately, so someone's gonna fill that slot for the temporary period before the full election I guess in November and I'm trying to see if it's her, uh, her area but either way we've been hearing this online I mean for like four months straight like the RGV's red like mayors big people down there are all flipping because they're tired of the bullshit yeah so people in the RGV like here's the thing y'all sometimes people who talk about this type of shit, mm -hmm. you know, they, they find politics entertaining or important or whatever. Um, 
sometimes they're in a bubble and they just be on Twitter, right? And they just listening to the the check marks and the whoever, the talking heads. But we actually be talking to the people. Yeah. Like we interact with the people. Like I can't when I get off stage, I can't wait to run over to the merch booth or the VIP line or whatever and try to hurry up. See, you know, you know one of my pet peeves, bro? When we're doing a show somewhere and you go over the game plan with the management. They always come in. Hey, how's it going? This your sound guy. This your waitress or waiter or whatever. Uh, let's go over any music cues. How much time is everybody doing? They're trying to get, even though my wife done already emailed them all this already. Right? Right. But, uh, but it's like, yeah, okay, so you're going to play, uh, you're gonna play uh, a cumbia. You know what I'm saying? For, for me or whatever. So my pet peeve is this. When, when you tell them, hey, when I get off stage and I run back here to just dry my sweat or whatever, I'm gonna let y'all reset the room real quick. Make sure everybody, you know, pay their tabs and all this other shit. Y'all done explain to people, VIP, if you got your wristband, line up, whatever. My pet peeve is this. I already told you, I'm gonna be back here ready whenever y'all are. Yeah. Why? I don't wanna keep the people waiting. Right. I'm anxious to get out there and hurry up because people are trying to get back to the babysitter and all this other shit. I'm not Mr. Diva, like I need to chop it up with my, my homies in the green room. <laughs> I need 15 minutes after the show. Yeah, so my pet peeve is like I've been in there waiting and you got people, all the fans are waiting. So I'm waiting, fans are waiting and nobody from the club came to get me or tell me. So I'm having to peep out on my own and it's probably because they're used to these other little headliner people that are, um, think they're the shit and are like, don't fucking bother me, Julio. Yeah. God damn it, Miguel. Why has it got to be Julio or Miguel? Because it usually is a Julio or a Miguel. <laughs> I've actually been in that situation with you. And it's funny because they do have that kind of like, do you want to go in there? Who's supposed to go in there? Who's, who's going to tell them to come out? Usually, that's weird. Because usually I, I tell the wait staff, anybody, like don't, like, don't be knocking, waiting on us to be like, come in, yeah. come in, come in. We have to end up getting up anyway. It's like, don't knock, just come in. Yeah. Like you're with us. We know it's you. Right. <laughs> Who the fuck else is yeah. going to come back here? You, you in. You good already. But anyway, uh, I hate people waiting. And my point is this. I say that to say, say this. That They're to like, say this, this motherfucker went on a huge tent. What is this? Chingo Chats? <laughs> is we talk to the people. I'm at airports talking to people. Like, I'm over here passing out podcast stickers and shit. Like, I'm nice. Dude, I chopped it up. It's like I smell out the conservatives. You have that radar now? Yeah, it's almost like, yeah, this motherfucker got the USA flag. That, that's a good little tag, the radar. Kind of yeah. like, yeah, kind of yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so basically, uh, next thing you know, you're having this conversation with a teacher who's like, it's hard being a conservative teacher. And it's like, how do you get, out, how do you get the info out of them? Right. Type shit. It's like, boy, you know, find a way to crack a joke about inflation yeah. or something. But yeah, man, people, dude, they were telling me how in Seattle, they're like, it's a little L.A., they're like, they're like, you know how you got a sidewalk in front of your house and then you got that little patch of grass yeah. before the street? Yeah. They were like, they will camp out on your patch. Who? Homeless people. What? Mentally ill, drug addicted. I don't know. Some of them are down on their luck, I assume. <laughs> Many are very nice people, I suspect. You know, I, I said some, not all, motherfucker. They said they will, they will take their $200 donated tent uh, they're Biden phone. <laughs> There's good people on both sides. That's how you know Obama really pulling the fucking strings, bro. They done brought the phone back. Uh, anyway, we have a story to tell, and we got to tell it. And we haven't we haven't <laughs> built a narrative. What uh, are you saying? You're, you're gonna enjoy your lentils on the bus, and eat your cricket paste, and enjoy it. You're a global citizen now. We will scan your retina, 
and show your global ID pass. If not, go to the camps. Y'all seen the Shanghai camps, bro. Y'all seen them tear camps. <laughs> bro, have yeah. you heard the message in those camps from the drones? Oh, it's like, get in your house. Yeah. Fuck around and find out. Yeah. Bitch, we the CCP. Yeah, basically, and it gets even darker than that, and we'll get into it. I, I love how you've just, we've ranted, ranted about all kinds of stuff at the beginning of the show, because there's so much going on, right? And you're on the road. You're literally on the road, so you're, so to go back to where you were, what are the big areas in, in Washington? It's, it's, is it Portland, Seattle? What are you talking about? Pacific Northwest yeah, or like Washington? In Washington. Like. Well, Portland is Oregon, number one, sir. Oh, that's right. Yeah. What were you just referencing right now? Uh, Seattle. Seattle. And it's you, all Pacific Northwest. Sure, though. sure. I roasted the shit out of Portland while I was on stage in Tacoma. Yeah, I gave him a little extra. I went over. I went over my time. Fantastic. No, well, I mean, in that in that particular area, like, I don't I don't know if it was Tacoma. Maybe in the Discord, actually, people were saying where like that's the the less liberal of that particular area that you can go and not feel as I don't know scared. Yes. So um, I think it's just by the nature that uh watch it man you got like a mosquito right on you oh, get God. that motherfucker boy Jesus, good gmo a, texas mosquito right bro there. that's how you know that's a healthy ass fat ass mosquito God damn these mosquitoes got bbls out here bro <laughs> they're coming out already these mosquitoes walking out snatched from the house they just flew in from motherfucking matamoros bro i we have some we have so many stories to tell <laughs> i want to stay on the shanghai terror camps okay <clears throat> but on chingo chats i'm gonna tell you about the young lady who uh, I befriended, you know, we didn't stay in touch or nothing, but it was at the airport. That, write, write that down on the bottom. The here, Delta yes. debacle. The Delta debacle. Um, pobrecito me, me dio cosa, bro. She was on her way. She like, I'm trying to get to Harlingen. I'm like, what? What? What you got going on in Harlingen? She like, she like, I, from there I got to go to Brownsville. I'm like, man, you over there by my people. I'm like, what you got going on over there? Like, I'm thinking, damn, who are you transporting for? Like, what's going on? Stay tuned. And, yeah, and then she's like, well, really, I really got to get to Matamoro. How you say it, Matamoro? I'm like, you're going what? to Matamoros? I'm like, what the fuck you got going on? She's like, and she does the nip-tuck hand signal. Like, she about to go get snatched up, lipo, BBL. Oh, dude, had she not done that gesture, I would have been like, you better watch your back. That is a set up. They're setting you up in this airport. Man, bro, we... we they're, about to, we, they're about to shove your little ass into a van. <laughs> nah, bro, we we bonded. Okay. We bonded because we were stuck in the airport for hours. Over like BBLs? Nah, <laughs> we, we were in Atlanta airport, and we were joking about how ain't no more peaches, it's all plums. That's funny. If you catch my drift. That's a, a joke by Earthquake saying in Atlanta, ain't no more peaches it, with number plums. And <laughs> some of these dudes, fellas, do not get caught up out there with them BBLs. Bro... These fools are wearing the face mask, right? Right. So you can't see their face. They already got the fake hair and the fake body. So you mess around, get caught up with a staring at a plum out here in these airports. You, you, you catch my drill? 100%. All right, bet. So back to the Shanghai terror camps. Dude, uh, let me try to pull up this video because I had it queued up for a little bit later. But what, which ones have you seen? Like just the ones with the crazy sirens? And I, I've, seen, I've seen images. Because I have to be careful what I say. I got to be careful what I say on this podcast. I have seen some images. I've seen where, some things. Where they look like pods, like open air, like a big giant uh, refugee camp, jail type of, like uh, lines of porta potties and a trough where everybody's washing their hands and face. It looks like they gutted out a convention center or quickly built a huge bodega to just house people. Hundreds of thousands of people, I, believe, I mean, or tens of thousands. Look, I've I saw all of a variety of pods, 
And you have to be careful because there's CGI, there's like video game stuff. I mean, yeah, but it's all information war, so you have to be very careful. What's crazy is that people are um, taken to, Na- to Snapchat and they're using that, you know, the map global view or whatever, and they're zooming into these areas. And there's multi. I guess that's a kind of way where you have to do. If you see one video, you're like, okay, is it CGI? Is it real? Is it fake? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. And then you start seeing other videos in the area, like, okay, that seems pretty legit because other people in the area are posting it. It's not just one video that's circulating, like <coughs> one ghost of Kiev kind of fucking, you know, a photo. Or yeah. whatever but yeah so so <clears throat> so today we're recording this on 12th april mm-hmm. tuesday all right 2022 year of our lord 2022 so we're telling you right now on this podcast that for months for episodes probably since the first episode the first dozen from this uh podcast we have been saying how who's the biggest threat the same one at 45 was telling y'all about China. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> That's right. You know, and the biggest threat on top of that is that you've already had elite merger and elite capture where their 1% is working with our 1% and, and our 1% and the global globalist elites. They like their system, their style of communism, whatever. Oh, total state, control. Yeah, it's like state. Uh, I forget what you their specific time type. It's like state run, state back. Anyway, yeah, state run media. It, it's basically communism, yeah. right? So it's either gonna be you're in Shanghai, you're in the French concession neighborhood, and you're thinking like this is fucking Europe. This is and you've tight. been to Shanghai, right? Yes, we were. In, let me tell you, it's 25 million people in that bitch. It's like two times the size of New York or something crazy, big than a motherfucker, right? Crazy skyline, and you can't see everything. Because it's 25 million people. It's like two L.A.'s spread out. And it's like, how do you get to all of it? And you happen to be in this nice neighborhood where you got all the bakeries and the cafes and people walking their their little puppies and there's a plaza and there's like nice shit. You know, you're at the Supreme store or whatever. It's number nice shit. And you forget that as soon as you get out of that, you're seeing all the white folk, you speak in English, you know, it's English speaking once you get out of that area, well, shit changes fast. You know, you go visit the Great Wall in Beijing. You're like, oh, well, this is a little bit smoggier over here. <laughs> it look okay. It look more gray overall. Ooh, people looking. Ooh, it's some real poor people. Ooh, y'all poor, poor. You know what I mean? And um, that's why I see why they got masks on now. And then and then you get the rural people. People will complain about the rural people that don't. They just live in filthy out in the middle of nowhere, basically. And they come in with the city folk, and now they doodling on the street like they just don't. Like, they doing everything back ass backwards. Jesus like Christ. Like, just the culture shock. Check this out, dude. This is from the Independence uh, YouTube channel. You know, again, take This the should so- be alarming, man. It's a little bit scary. Take the source for with a grain of salt. Looting and unrest in Shanghai. A city plunged into strict COVID lockdown. Looting has broken out in Shanghai as the city buckles under a strict COVID lockdown. Why are they so damn strict? Footage shared across social media shows unrest. As crowds are demanding access to basic necessities. Hey, there's communism. Other footage shows drones urging residents to control the soul's desire for freedom. That's literally what... Control the soul's desire for freedom. That's what the drone is saying in that message. And this was confirmed by people who speak Mandarin for freedom. Wow. How fucking dark is that? It's like when a state has its boot on your neck. Uh, We're sleepwalking into a potentially you know not that american like we're slowly i, I know i'm gonna sound like an old fart but like we're slowly is that another mosquito oh that mosquito got a bbl yeah that's fucking uh nice. we're, we're slowly yeah that's a mosquito like a motherfucker boy he got them stripes on his legs 
He's got race car stripes on his back. God damn. Fast that boy got big. sponsors. He got more sponsors in the podcast. Um, we're slow. I'd argue that there's parts of our country, and don't nobody get triggered when I'm like, our country, we're going to take our country back. Stand back, stand by. <laughs> don't get triggered, but like some aspects of our country, bro, like we can't recognize the shit. We can't recognize it. And if you have teenage kids, you know, living in America, they got their iPhone, they got their laptops, they go into Starbucks, like they're spoiled, right? And I had to explain to my 13-year-old today on the way to school, like, hey, uh, I see you spilled a little toothpaste in the sink, <laughs> my sister. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yep. hey, young gangster, yep. uh, do you know, and it's like, it's not that daddy can't buy toothpaste. It's, we're the Mexicans now. <laughs> it's like, you having to do more with less. And, you know, everything's gone up. And I said, not only... Has everything gone up for me, but also at your mom's house and in general for everybody. So in other words, you have to be mindful because you're the 13 year old. I can't sit, sit down and explain to my three year old like this is why you got to learn the arm bar. Right. You know what I'm saying? Dude, for two days in a row, speaking of toothpaste, you know, you, you brush your teeth. When it gets to the bottom, you know, you kind of have to like use the top and like really pull out, squeeze pull out them scissors. Boy. Really? Right. Well, before it, is, it hadn't gotten to that point yet, all the toothpaste <laughs> was at the bottom. So two days in a row, Don didn't do anything about it. And I didn't do anything about it. Was it was all the so way to the bottom. It was all the way at the bottom. So we were like struggling with the very top You part. You were sodomizing that tube. And yeah, 100%. And <laughs> yesterday, I just in my head, I thought, well, it's going to be way down there. And I guess she had like, you know, fucking pushed it to the top. Fucking toothpaste went everywhere. And it was Sensodyne. And Sensodyne is expensive as fuck. I was that's, so mad. That's what my daughter... I was let, so mad. She left about two servings. Yeah. Pea, I, which, is, which is a pea size. Oh, no. It was way more than that. I did like... I did a lot. I did probably did like that much toothpaste came out on the fucking. So that, that, that during the Trump era, you was able to just... You was able to put an inch. Yeah. You know I, what I'm I saying? I'd fill the whole fucking... Like two layers of it. You know, high. Like just not just one, but two. But remember, y'all, this is all Putin's fault. So inflation has it has hit 8.5. But but speaking of our freedoms, though, this is very eerie. This is dystopian. What we're watching. If you subscribe to the YouTube, it is CBTV. I'm barely at like sixteen thousand motherfucking subscribers. I appreciate y'all's funky asses. <laughs> but uh, it should be seventeen thousand. So look, let's uh, continue to watch and uh, get scared. And comply with strict lockdown rules. People are just locked in. They won't let them out. Residents are not allowed to leave their homes even to get food. Ain't no overeats, big dog. <laughs> Under China's zero COVID policy. And you got these dumbass. Uh, oh, let me see. Shanghai's reported new daily record more than supposedly, right? You can't believe some of their shit. A, a daily record of more than 26,000 coronavirus cases. Ain't we on Omicron by now? We are. Is that not what it said? So here's, here's, here's what some people are speculating, right? You know how many people, keep that thought, but you know how many people they've said that have died from, from this spike, this recent spike? Mm-hmm. Uno. Uno. Una. Una persona. Probably, you know, we don't know what other things they had going on. Bless their soul. Uh, some people speculate that either this a whole nother strain or they having um some some um some type of what's the word some type of repercussions due to their medicine that they were issuing mm. and forcing 99.999% you know bullying you coercing you forcing you Interesting. incentivizing you right uh, i mean like for example man um there's a i think the guy's name is Ronnie Chang it's a a, a comedian who's on Netflix right 
You don't know what last name to say there. It's like Chiang or something like that. Ronnie Chiang. I, I don't know how to say it, bro. You sound like The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> like, motherfucker, I sound like John Cena. Fuck you, me. Uh, so anyway, he has a special coming out on Netflix, and they posted a bit of his, right, on the Netflix Instagram. And he's basically on there saying, so you're telling me, you know, he, I'm not trying to do his accent, but he's basically saying, like, if I don't spread, what did he say? If I don't spread vaccine information, then I could be hurting those that are misinformed or the anti-vaxxers, right? He's like, so I could be doing a good thing by not saying more and using my platform. His premise is people keep telling me, use my platform, use my platform, say more, say more. But you're also telling me that if I don't, the ignorant people uh, uh, might die. He's like, I'm helping. He's like, it's a super efficient curve on that output. And he's like, trying to make it funny. Mm. But one of the main reasons it ain't funny to me is because it just sounds like, wow, thanks, bro. Big Pharma, thanks you. Like, you're basically, you know, there's the whole punching up, punching down. But you sound like a, a, a... like you just cheerleading, you got your pom poms out for um, big pharma and the narrative and and legacy media and Le- legacy media is funded like seventy five percent by big pharma, like billions of dollars. So you're not gonna hear nothing bad. And I have to watch what I say on this platform and others. But um, I left a comment. I was like, so Provax comedy, like emoji, <laughs> like I'm looking into the shit. Like that's what we doing. You know what I'm saying? You're just echoing the status quo. And a local comedian chimed in <laughs> he thought he got me with this one <laughs> this motherfucker said real quick guys you know we're all about optimizing over here we like to have energy we want you to have energy we want you to be as focused as possible because we got a lot of work to do y'all know we dealing with a lot of stuff in this day and age so rob brought this product to my attention it's called magic mind i tasted it it has matcha in it adaptogens a little bit of turmeric ashwagandha man it is a herbal supplement bro i enjoyed it so much that i'm hooked on it and i want everybody to check out magic mind you could do more and stress less what all stuff man it got like 12 active ingredients bro yeah the matcha the adaptogens the nootropics the honey i absolutely loved it before i even produced uh, introduced it to you i went ahead and tried it did like a little seven day run like they recommend loved it told you to try it you loved it i got my wife to try it she wakes up and says please have my magic mind ready next to my coffee fantastic you can Mm -hmm. take it alongside your coffee or replace your morning caffeine with it alone mental clarity sustainable it tastes really good Mm -hmm. and it does what it says it's going to do yeah like matcha already gives you a nice little buzz but once you talk about nootropics and nootropics bro you get a little mind this is me personal experience right Mm -hmm. this ain't no fda approved what i'm saying right here but it gives you a little mind buzz a nice little focus mind rush and i absolutely love it we're gonna hook you up we got a deal for you when you go to magicmind.co forward slash chingo that's right you get a deal all right they set it up to where the listeners could get a deal you put in chingo 20 Mm -hmm. at checkout and that's gonna give you 20 percent off because we want you to try it get your first order save some money and see how focused you could get back to the show Maybe he should have had a couple other comics uh, mixing into their set or something like what I had on mine. But mine was I was hosting and we had sketches and it was a variety show. So I had to get them back. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to tell y'all what I said because I was being very petty this morning. And fuck that mosquito. Oh, I got it. Boom. Right Jumped you, Holmes. Damn, we're going to put you on display, boy. We're going to put you on display. So, so when they fly that drone, they can tell your homies. <laughs> All right, so yeah, the, the Shanghai thing is uh, crazy, bro. It's scary, man, and we're hearing more about this uh, in the United States. Philadelphia just reinstated its indoor mask mandate. 
This fucking mosquito. God damn, you demolished uh, it. We need a. You pe- can keep that pencil, by We the way. need pest control. <laughs> Fuck that. Pe- uh, Patreon.com forward slash red pill demolish <laughs> if you would like to help out with our pest control. Because uh, this one right here might come back. Yeah, but. You know, it, it's been a hot minute since we've had COVID as like a as a highlighted type of topic because it feels like all all of a sudden, you know, things started to come down. It was out of the news cycle as much. Fauci was hiding. It's nowhere to be found. And all of a sudden, Philadelphia reintroduces the mask mandate. Yeah, they might need it to, for voting purposes. Hey, he, I don't know where you want to go with this conversation, but they know ain't no way they could win. <laughs> so some might speculate that they're gonna they're gonna reinstate it a bit and then maybe. A month or two before, they're going to take some of it back away and kind of give the people hope that like, okay, they, they did it to us, but they took it back away. We should probably keep them in power because they know what the fuck they're doing. I guess that's the theory for some people. I don't see that working personally. So you're saying that they they eased up on masks for a minute yeah. to... Give you hope. Okay, so like to, it's a weird form of abuse. Like you psychologically fucking with your yeah. your, your constituents, right? Yeah, <laughs> dude. No, seriously. There's a there's a I, I've heard a couple of people mention it, but most recently, uh, somebody was on Tim Pool's podcast and they were mentioning how there's a study with rats where you would they would like they would throw them in water, right, to the point where just before they would drown, they would drown. Well, actually, they okay. Here's what it, they, they would, let them drown a little bit. Check it out. Yeah, so they let them swim for like or, or after like let's say five minutes they would stop paddling and just say fuck it i give up i'm gonna i'm gonna drown uh-huh. so they would take them out dry them off let them regain you know their composure throw them back in and now the, they they would swim for 45 minutes because they felt like there was hope that they could survive ah, if they okay. kept swimming so they're being nice and they're giving us hope in a, in in a, a hopeless uh, world yeah yeah in a world that's burning <laughs> but but here's what we've seen over and over again right because on this show we like to talk about evidence and facts and we don't speculate too much and because sometimes people have opinions uh, so so let, I, I'm, what I'm going to get to is um, Eric Adams mm-hmm. uh, still masking the toddlers without right. any scientific fact. Some people who critique this show, they like to jump in the comments on YouTube, right? And just be like, they'll leave a whole book. It'll be like five paragraphs saying something to the effect that, um, well, you know, Chingo and Rob, y'all just hating on the left and y'all just hating on liberals and that's all y'all do. And have you seen that one? No, I haven't, but I will go ahead and say, yeah, for the most part, that's the thing that I do. I don't know about Chingo. <laughs> like, like my point is this, like, hey, sir, instead of leaving me five paragraphs, maybe pinpoint something that, that maybe we said that you feel we're wrong about, like, you know, us saying that we would be better off if we had voted in Trump. Right. <laughs> you know, so there was no economically. Specific thing. Yeah, it's just like overall in general, you're kind of like the right wing George Lopez. And how much are they paying you? Like just all this, just what are you talking about, bro? Like, like what I'm saying is this. I say that to say this. Is that the, whatever games these politicians are playing, right? Because mm-hmm. I feel like it's unfortunate when liberals and Democrats and minorities that are in their news bubble and like won't get off brown Twitter, they just stuck in one fool's gone wild Instagram wormhole, right? Uh, those fools, I don't know why they don't know that it's Democrats. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to sound partisan, but I know this, and, and they always say this, you always just say, Sure, there's some bad Republicans, but really you're just very partisan or whatever. Yes, there's like America last Republicans and we won't fuck with them, mm-hmm. right? We do not fuck with them. The ones that are feckless and they don't step up to the actual values that everybody fucking wants and damn near everybody. So these Democrats are the ones doing all this type of weird stuff. 
and they never have any good reasons or data or science. It's always like, well, you know, science says, or well, the experts say. And, you know, like Jen Psaki, she'll just hop on TV and be like, well, uh, gender, what do they call that? Uh, gender Reassignment. Yeah, gender reassignment sur surgeries are actually good for kids, and it's good for you, and studies show. Uh, next question. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, hold on, ladies, slow down. Do you know her last day is? No, when is it? I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to try to find out just because, you know, I'm, I'm going to miss her. You know, I'm going to miss the stupidity on the daily Bro, briefings. She, she probably can't wait. Yeah. She probably can't wait to get up out of there because that's a difficult job that you're having to get up there and be like, uh, inflation is all Putin's fault and it's good for you. You got to admire it, it. First, it was what inflation? You got to admire it. It's very skillful. She's, she's very skillful in her way of saying a lot without saying anything at all. It's all rhetoric. It, it's all just like, it's word salad in a way mm -hmm. that like, will make a lot of people on the left, sorry, be like, yes, yes, Sacky you bomb. told him, you Facts. told him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> here's a prediction I have, all right? And you, you pointed out something twice now in the episode that I wanted to get to is that people just say like, you guys are just, uh, you know, cheerleading for the right, blah, blah, yeah. blah. I will say this you now. You want to be white and all this stupid ass shit. Like, bitch, I just want the dollar to be worth something. Bro, I've been called, I've, I've had the coconut said to me since I was in like junior high. Like, Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Because I always, I mean, I guess the only thing I can attribute it to is because of the way I spoke. Like, I always try to have really good, you know, yeah, I really do like this thing. And there's new Astros hats that released this week what, that I'm going to get. What they say, Rod? They say you're trying to sound white? Yeah, 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 for sure. Ain't that a bitch? Bro. I know, right? I'm like, you know what? We need to bring back bullying, though. A hundred percent, hundred percent, because that, you know, it gets the, it gets the tongue really sharp. You got to come back with something. You got to be able to say something. You can't fucking hit everybody. There's only 200 kids in your school. You grew up yeah. with all these kids for the most part. At least I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, man, you saw he shot a slug at me, bro, in close range. <laughs> you know, not like you blue city uh, crime ridden hellholes. You know, people from shithole counties like Harris. A hundred percent, a thousand percent. Yeah, but, but anyway, go on. Yeah, leading you, up you to do, November, right? Yeah. So. I'm I'm ex I'm ready for if things go if we have clean and clear elections and Republicans take over everything right hundred seats for hundred hundred seats for hundred years uh sixty one senator majority if things didn't go perfectly whatever it is there's gonna be a majority on the right I'm ready to have that happen and then just start criticizing these motherfuckers because red pilling to me isn't party specific yeah it's yeah, truth yeah. specific yeah who's telling <clears throat> the truth who's not. Yeah, and for example, um, I don't know if it's on this list or we're going to knock it out on the next uh, episode, uh, so let me know, Rob. Mm -hmm. El Muchachito, uh, fuck, what's the what's that kid's name? The one from University of Chicago. Oh, yeah, with the shelter. The, yeah. From the school, yeah, it's on another one. Okay, we'll do it on, on another episode, but... Um, you can set it up. But, but basically, I'm going to use him as an example okay. in the University of Chicago. What, what, and I'll speak for Rob. What Rob and I are seeing, what we're witnessing... Besides all the weird stuff in the educational system, you know, besides like the amount of power that, um, you know, big tech has, with, you know, it's just so many issues, right? Inflation, overspending. But what we're, when, when you know, Rob said we're about truth and facts and evidence and America first, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody wants a roof over their kid's head, clothes on a kid's back, food on a table, right? It's very simple what everybody wants. Um, you know, you have either one approach is to scream, uh, show up and, and at your university and scream out, you know, Colonel Allen West. And you never want to have debate, persuasion, discussion, discourse. It's all just uh, victimhood. It looks like mental illness, like screaming activists. They want to turn your kids into activists. 
they're really they're literally coming for your kids and the media is not helping this because they're covering for what they're doing you got big corporations like disney you know stepping in metiendo la cuchara yep sticking their little spoon in the mix talking about oh well we against and then you see all their videos leaking about their agenda and then you see the numbers for was that gen z yeah like the, the amount of people that identify from the spectrum or whatever um I mean, and then and then finally, you see a young man from University of Chicago that's like, uh, Brian Stelter, I have a question. You've been up here for 30 minutes saying, and I know we're going to talk about it in another episode. You've been up here for 30 minutes talking about how Fox News is disinformation. He's like, last time I checked, he's like, run it back. Last time I checked, y'all were the ones that had the uh, Catholic kids uh, hoax, um, the Jesse Smoulier hoax, the uh, very fine people hoax, the, the drink bleach hoax. I mean, he just, I mean, just hoaxes like Russia collusion. I don't think he named the bleach and the other one, but it was like Russia collusion, the Russian uh, disinformation laptop, the laptop from hell. Yeah. And he's like, how are you going to sit up here? Like, he's like, what gives? And he, and he pulled a Jen Psaki. And we're going to play that clip and then dissect. He was on Tucker show as well. So he, we're, I'm going to play that and we're going to dissect a little bit of that. But that kid right there, you got to think that like, I forgot what school, it was like literally you, a political school, wasn't it? Or it was you, a political. Uh, University of Chicago. Was it University uh, of Chicago? University of Chicago. Okay. And then it, it must've been like a political, I don't know if it was a like political department, class. Department. Department uh -huh. Department's what it was. Yeah. They, they put together this thing. He was probably one of, if there was a hundred kids in there, he might've been one of three kids in that whole hundred, you know, seater that was like thinking like him. Everyone else is just like Brian Stelter, <coughs> yeah, MSNBC, CNN. Yeah. So the way the way the left gets young people, yeah. and raza and uh, well-meaning white people, you know, because it sounds nice to be liberal and demo, you know, Democrat and progressive, and you know, my father told me the Democrats were for the poor, you know, and, or whatever, right? Like. Really, no, they for the trans and the this and the in the restrooms and they're for tampons in the boys' locker room and 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 grown ass teachers and men, grown ass adults talking to your second grader about anything sexual without the parents' knowledge. So like we can go on and on and on about all the issues that this new version of the Democratic Party, they're like ultra progressive, borderline communist, socialist as fuck. Um and th this is how they get you. They use your your empathy against you. Mm -hmm. Don't let your empathy be used as a weapon against you. And I, I was lifelong Democrat. I identif identified as liberal, whatever the fuck. I don't know. I didn't know what none of that shit meant. I was living my life. Yeah, I, I, I was watching The View drinking soy milk. Um, I fell for the okie doke. You know, they, they make it seem like just because the news says walls are racist doesn't mean walls are racist. I All these years I was running around talking about, Mr. They can't deport us all. You know, they can't deport us all. It was, you know. Now I look back at the shit and I'm like, bro, you you was not really understanding the human trafficking aspect. Like it sounds cool and it's you know it's borderline pandering because everybody's like, yay, hmm. you know, yay, he's not racist. Man, you know? what a turn from soy and tofu to creatine and steak. Hey, hey. now nah, I'm bullshit. I never really did. Yeah, hey, don't, don't backpedal now. It's okay. A whole bunch of soy. To yeah, tofu's nah, good. I never, tofu's all right. I've I've had tofu before. I've had some good. Tofu. Yeah, I've had tofu before. I don't but, buy it. It's not in my freezer right now. But now that I've learned that, like, bro, that shit is all estrogen. It's gonna fuck up your testosterone. Since we're talking about kids, you've probably seen the short clip of Colonel Allen West being escorted out of University of Buffalo, I believe it was, right? Mm. Uh, yeah. So I have the full video. It's. Not super long, but I want to play most of it and then kind of dissect some of the things you notice in this video, okay? So this is Colonel Allen West went to speak 
and and then yes. uh, the left going to do what they do. Yeah, so it was the University of Buffalo students. Um, These little activists. Claim Monday that she... Uh, so there was, there was a student also that we're going to talk about that she had to kind of hide for her safety for a bit. She was the one that had him, I guess, uh, come she be the speaker. Him, yeah. yeah, basically. Um, former Florida congressman, Texas uh, Canada. He was at University of Buffalo speaking on his uh, America exceptionalism speech. Uh, America is not racist, and this is what this is. This was a speech he didn't. He got through, I guess, most of it, and then during the Q and A is when fucking people went cra- like two hundred kids went crazy <clears throat> and protested. I, it. I would respect the left so much more if they would stop with all this. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if they would just show up and maybe push back, ask some questions. Maybe, you know what I mean? Like behave. Well, the left isn't. I mean, to me, like these kids are the modern day left. <clears throat> if you talk to a, they're boom, all activists. Yeah, this, talk, this is like Maoist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because I mean, not to use Bill Maher as the only example, but he would say like the left. You know, he even said the left kind of left me in a sense. I haven't changed. The left has changed as he's gotten older. His thoughts, for the most part, have stayed the same. These kids, on the other hand, they're fucking crazy activists for whatever reason. Is it all TikTok and social media? It's all screaming, cell phones, shouting, and and you know, I have a thirteen year old, and you know, University of Chicago gives me hope. You know, them kids that actually have, he said the paper is um, the Chicago Thinker or something like right. that. Yeah, it's the most publicized paper in the school, I think. Something, I don't know. But basically, like, that kid was very poised. I mean, he went up there, I mean, super young. He went on Tucker. He hit, he hit off. Damn, this Another little, one? No, this microphone wire. Oh, this little headphone startled wire. startled the hell out of you. Fucking brushed up on my leg. I thought it was that resurrected mosquito right there. He <laughs> turned into a snake. What the fuck? So, um... This is unacceptable. Like, this is not what we want from our kids. Let's, let's, let's watch play this, this shit, man. Badass kids, no bro. Justice. Never got their ass whooped when they was little. She plays a pivotal role here in a second. Why are you recording? They're yelling this at a black man, by the way. Yeah. Goofy. Now they're beating down the door. At least they made a beat out of it. I mean, where, where campus security can't... Dog, I would have gotten in trouble. <laughs> like, if I was a student and then I did that... Come With on. With a Fetty hat on, for sure. Okay, yeah. l- real quick. I'm gonna... We have to try to listen through the, the noise here at what she's saying. These, these schools, bro... Or, uh, real quick. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. These schools are a scam. Do not give your money to these schools. Like, you should be hard-pressed. It, it, bro, like, the Greek tragedy of this whole thing is parents bust their ass and sacrifice like a motherfucker. And these kids get all kind of loans and all, all types of shit. And there's no accountability. Yeah. Like, y'all need to raise y'all standards. Like, this little chick right here, little smart with the smart mouth. Yeah. Um, I, before I play this, it's going to be, I mean, it's kind of loud. You have to really try to focus on her, on what she's saying, guys. But also to, on the day that this drops, Marisol had on eight at HTX kids first. Mm-hmm. She is a concerned mother and taxpayer who has taken upon herself to do the digging of what's going on in Harris County. Okay. I don't know. If, I'm sure Marisol kind of filled you in on some of this, but very, very little. The, <laughs> in other words, she was like, I got shit to do. I'll maybe listen to the podcast. There's so many crazy, I mean, corrupt stories about the whole HISD as a whole, but 
the only thing she's really focusing on hardcore right now is going to every single uh, school board meeting the second week of every month and digging into the books that are getting thrown into the libraries for as young as first graders up to high schoolers. Dude, it's, we did two hours. Marisola never does two hours on a free episode. She obviously never does two hours, period. But it was so compelling, some of the things she was doing on her own. Tell her to promote that episode. Yeah, we're going to... That's why I'm mentioning it on here. If you don't listen to it, I know Giovanni and Gabe listen to it religiously, but everybody else should listen to it. It's, it's super interesting. We're going to have someone else who's actually was a former teacher on as well. But it's some really creepy shit, man. It's, it's, it's almost like unfathomable if you even have half of a, of a, like a normal working brain that this is what's happening. Yeah, man. So like you just said, they're putting sexual type books in these little bitty elementary schools. And you don't have to agree with me politically. You could see me as a coconut. You probably like, ah, this dude's just a cuck for the Republican Party. You could think whatever you want. But when I tell you that maybe you should look into what's going on at your kids schools and don't take it from me. Don't take it from me. Do it for your kids. You know, we're just too concerned fucking coconuts yeah you know talking shit and uh it's very concerning so now let's see what this little leftist mob to quote the great eddie bravo master eddie bravo look into look it. into that shit yeah so i'm not even mad for real but you talked a lot about um the fact that the reason why america is losing its values that it dies because of two parent households and your fatherless, whatever the hell you talking about. But I want to ask you a question. Disrespectful. Um, okay, anyways, I want to ask you a question. Um, do you know why a lot of are missing black fathers? Yeah. Do you understand how the government plays into mass incarceration? Do you know how that evolves into one parent household? All right, so how can you stand there saying that all because they don't have these fathers, that's why the American, whatever the She must not have a father. 100% right, but. So, how can you say that for kids who have, let's say, two moms, or maybe one mom, or whatever the case is? How can you stand there? Like, how can you stand there? Struck a chord. And also, also, excuse me, I'm not done yet. And also, like, how can you, as a black man, let's be honest, you are black, black, how can you stand there in a room full of a lot of oppressors and balancing A room of a lot of oppressors. Yeah. Like just, just became illegal. Like just, just became illegal. You hear that? Lynching just became illegal. Why is it so I'm gonna, I'm gonna expand on that in a second. So I mean, actually, I have one answer for you, honestly, because you're just gonna screw me. Yeah. Yo, pause. Right quick. Pause. 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 Pause.
And boy, they, they try to come for him. So you literally sent your kids to this school just so that they could be called oppressors. And you got these little um, emotional, smart mouth students that are, have been trained and groomed to be, to be activists. I mean, you're looking real ignorant. You're looking ghetto as a motherfucker. Yeah. You can't communicate. Like, you ain't never took, like, a, a, a control your emotions class or, like, a public, like... I mean, everybody had to take speech. You be an speech, adult. Be you? an adult. Ask your question. Yeah. Yeah, in high school. Yeah. So let's listen to a little more of this nonsense. Yeah, you aren't. Let him know. Just misbehaved little kids. Oh my god. Our country's going to shit, y'all. We love you. And then she says, you know what? I don't need you to answer my questions as she walks away. They're just protesting in the hallway and they don't even know what. No, they don't. They don't even know that what Colonel Allen West was saying would have probably <clears throat> changed their lives. So it would have changed their perspective out of victimhood. One of the crazy, I mean, m uh, there was all a lot of crazy shit that was being said in there, right? So she said, and how is it that lynching just became illegal, right? So I'm actually going to read you a little bit about this because I thought this was, he should have, I mean, obviously he had no chance to talk over her and everybody else yelling, but let's give he, a, he needs to stop taking those goofy ass gigs. Yeah, but I mean, if you, let's just say that he really does care about the youth and he thinks that speaking at a college is going to help turn you know, more of them into that kid that, you know, smoked Brian Stelter, then I can see it, I guess. And let me interrupt real quick. Hold that thought. All right. The worst audiences are woke audiences. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this, Rob. Probably not. But um, there's been this fake flyer circulating of like a, it's, they, I think they're branding it Fuchella. Like this fake all Latin comedian festival. Mm -hmm. And I think George Perez might have reposted it. Uh, my boy Concrete Live posted it. And it's, it's like this fake poster where it's like, I don't even know who all they had on there. I don't know, Mencia maybe, George Lopez maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, but like a lot of our people, I think Jesus Trejo and people like that. Wow. Um, just a whole bunch of names, like this fake poster. And they have my name in there and some other people. And, and, and here's the thing. A lot of people in the comments are like, oh, this will be dope, fool. They're all like, wow, fool. It'd be so funny, fool. Felipe would be there, fool. Everybody, look at all the names. Fluffy will be on there, fool. And it's like, honestly, I think a lot of y'all are woke, sensitive, dumb little millennials. And I think y'all, I'm just guessing, based on the fool comments, Y'all would be sensitive, triggered people like that, and y'all would be horrible audiences. Yeah. Y'all would be horrible. And I left it in the comment on somebody's page. I said, I'm in if they're not these sensitive, woke audiences. Because the reason, like, I've only spoken at, like, one Republic, uh, done jokes at one, like, conservative Republican type of event. They were a better audience than any university would ever be. Why? Not because, oh, aren't conservatives stuffy and they're like all like tightwad, stick in the booty, like hardcore Baptist, uh, uh, you know, uptight. You know what I'm saying? Don't laugh and, and don't want to hear no cuss words. Actually, no, they like freedom of speech and they have a sense of humor versus some of these little college audiences. Fuck that shit. Dude, Crowder had to stop. He, did, he stopped doing comedy. I don't know if he was like, he wasn't exclusively like a, a college act where he would tour campuses and stuff, but he would do a lot of that. 
it got so dangerous that he had to completely stop. It got so expensive to hire enough security to make sure that him and the rest of his uh, openers were safe that he said, fuck it, I, got, I just can't do this anymore. He's just started going on the road again this, <laughs> this year, but that's how crazy he would get at these places. Well, well, that poster I was telling you about, they even had Christella on there. You, you reminded me when you said uh, college, because she cut her teeth in that circuit. She did a lot of colleges, universities. But you know how her audience is, right? Yeah. You know, it's super liberal female. Uh, that's what I'm assuming based on all her live well she i'm blocked now but all her videos were like you don't know where i'm coming from trump supporters stared at me one time and i could read minds and i knew that his rhetoric caused them to stare at me and my brother while we was in hawaii and you don't know because it's my truth and that's why and it's like you got me on this poster with all these people but i'm the only i mean i I didn't look at all the names and i'm sure most of them respect the craft and, and and all that but Christella's audience is not my audience. Not at all. Like, I'm going to go in. I'm going to roast the shit out of you by how you had three generations of piojos in your head. You know what I'm saying? They called your tia for reinforcements. Das, das, das. Um, I'm going to go in. I'm talking all kinds of shit. And I, I can even work without cussing. You know, and, and I know I'm going on a tangent, but I, all this ties into wokeism. And I know you were going to pull some shit up. No, no, you're right. I mean, it's absolutely right. Wokeism ruins everything. Well, this is all about the crowd of kids anyway. It's where we started. Yeah, it's talking about Marxist. You want to try to do right by your intentions, which is, and it's almost like, okay, let's just say that Colonel and West feels like, and maybe other even entertainers feel like, you have a moral obligation (laughs) to entertain, to educate, to whatever. Get your money. Get your money for sure. And if that's the case, you have to go through with whatever that moral obligation is inside of you like maybe he maybe colonel and west is like god told me i need to try to educate the future of this country if we want there to be a country i need to go get world starred and go viral but you know they are the the worst crowds and then there she just sprinkled this like and how is it that after she's been yelling at him for a minute and a half that uh, lynching just became illegal so are you familiar with the dire anti-lynching bill <clears throat> no. So I'd read about this a while back, and it, I just this made me relook it up. So the the dire anti lynching bill was introduced in 1918 uh, in the 65th Congress by Representative Leonidas Dyer. Great name, Leonidas, uh, a Republican from St. Louis. Okay, in the United States House of Representatives, HR 11279, in order to protect citizens in the United States against lynching and default protection uh, by the states. It was intended to establish lynching as a federal crime. The dire anti-lynching bill was reintroduced in subsequent sessions uh, in subsequent sessions of the United States Congress passed 230 to 219 by the House of Representatives in 1922, but the passage was halted in the United States Senate, filibustering by Southern Democrats. Oh, yeah, it's always the Democrats. <laughs> like when my, my daughter, she showed me her grade on this uh, history test. It was like 105. Like, how the fuck you get extra five points? And But as a parent, even though she's at a private school and it's like a Christian academy, I still got to check up on those motherfuckers, right? So I'm looking at the test like, what the fuck it say right here? And it said something about uh, uh, question number five. It was like the Ku Klux Klan, something or other. And I was like, they should have put which motherfucking party created this organization <laughs> to, to scare black people and make them stop voting Republican. Did you tell her that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I told her that shit. You know? I'm going to tell she my like, teacher, I, Dad. She's like, I already know, Dad. <laughs> but, I, but basically, I, this is what I told her because I think, I think her mom wants her to go into public school next year. Mm. Yeah, for high school over there in, in the birds. But And I told her, I said, look, you, you've experienced a... You know, straight shooter, 
uh, type of curriculum education where they're not actively being woke. So basically, I told her, train your little antennas so that when nobody brainwashes you and creates this. Because no matter what, people influence your kids, right? 100%. When, you're, when your kid is 13 and wants Starbucks or some shit, well, it was either me <laughs> or her stepmom or her mom, somebody, yeah. some adult. And then guess what? Uh, the teacher is walking in and she got her little Starbucks cup. And she's like, oh, look, it's one of my teachers. She's nice. And and she's like, oh, she got Starbucks too. You know what I mean? So people are influences. Inf- influences all around. It's on the phone. It's on the TikTok. They're looking up to people. So I told her, I was like, train your antennas so that they don't start giving you some weird revisionist history or, or make, don't let them start with that 1619 bullshit. Right. But anyway, well, that's a really good way to put it. Just simply like train your antennas, because a lot of people, I don't think they ever train their antennas at all <clears throat> growing up, because if you tell and this was this was somebody's argument for people who were like the valedictorians and salutatorians and such is that they were so good at following instructions that when they got out of school into the real world, they weren't very good at judging their surroundings by what was actually going on versus what was being told to them was going on. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like basically super book smart, no street smarts. Yeah. And that in its simplest form, but in a survival sense or in a, a growing, you know, building a nuclear family, like you got to be able to like know what's best for your family, not just because the TV or the guy and girl on TV told me this, like that's what we're going to do. Oh, so you're saying like during the pandemic. Especially then. Um, in other words, let me paraphrase what Rob said. And there's some Scott Adams shit. It's better to have a good bullshit detector mm-hmm. than damn near anything else because you're going to avoid bad situations, bad decisions. Like, especially if you're like an artist in the music business, how are you going to be like, that's a shitty manager, that motherfucker's a snake, this promoter's full of shit, this record label's trying to screw me. Yeah. You got to have your bullshit detector like, I, I've been screwed before and these motherfuckers are full of shit and these people ain't talking about shit and, and like that. So... When it becomes a dire, dire, bring it back. Yeah. Ah. When it becomes a dire situation like food shortages, supply chain issues, uh, bans on assault weapons, whatever they want to call them, right? Have uh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Have we not heard that from this administration too that there may be shortage, like actual food shortages? This, this is how you know it's for real. When Sleepy Joe got enough time to turn off Matlock and put away <laughs> the porridge and hop on TV and tell you, yeah, it's gonna be some shortages. Uh motherfucker it's gonna be some shortages like you don't need a doomsday prepper to tell you this i mean one of the most volatile categories in foods and food shortages baby formula we got some right there in those bags from marissa because it's so hard to find baby and it's so expensive baby formula and there was there's been recalls Mm -hmm. there's been and baby formulas are made by pharmaceutical companies for the most part uh, there was some, what, I don't know what was in there, cholera, some weird little bug that made it into some of the batches and they made the announcements and you had to throw away your shit and then the stores had to throw away the stuff. So that exacerbated, what's how you say that word? Exacerbated. Exa- who? Exacerbated. One more time. Exacerbated. Boy, see, Rob, see, that's why they called you coconut when you was little. <laughs> the the, the, the uh, recalls exacerbated the situation, right? And so... In other words, it could be the canary in the cage, and it's one of the more volatile categories yeah. in, in the food stuff. Well, that shit, I mean, it's so hard to come across, I guess, that Marissa was like, I mean, she lives in the fucking damn near middle of the whole city. I can't find it at any store. 
she, she was in a group with Sol, and, uh, Sol and, and Don, and Don was like, okay, I'm going to be in this area of town. Let's see if they have it. And they did. So we got her a couple of them. But if you, if that's what you're relying on, like, what do you, I guess, I, I mean, I don't know. It's a better question for my soul, but what are these moms doing? You know, if you can't find the shit, you know, the formula, like, what do you do? I guess. <sighs> well, you, I don't know if you know what Mighty Soul did. Uh, we had to find a motherfucking formula plug. Might end up being my sister, apparently. We, we had She's to find an a, overproducer. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, yeah man. Um, that might be another plug right there. <laughs> but uh, we got to keep these to an hour, tight yeah. to a tight hour. So, uh, yeah, anyway, where, where can people find you after Nashville? After Nashville, we have Corp- Corpus Christi, Texas. Hey. After that, that is going to be May 5th through the 7th. Arlington, Texas. I'll be at the Improv May 12th through the 15th. New Braunfels, Texas, May 20th. Lubbock, May 22nd. Bryan College Station, two shows, May 28th. We got to sell those out. San Angelo, June 3rd. Odessa, Austin, Albuquerque, El Paso. So many more. Get your tickets now. Chingobling.com. If you're enjoying the show, hey, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Red pill tamales, and for the price of a cup of coffee, you could join the community, join the Discord, and support the show. All right, y'all be good, and I'll holler at you later. Peace.